Sensors, podcast consumers, welcome to another very exciting edition of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall. I am, of course, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke, and this is episode 26. I did write the correct episode number on the board today, so I will not forget. That's really the main purpose of this board here is to tell me what episode I'm actually on while I'm recording because otherwise I lose track of these things. <laughs> That's right, episode 26, Common Sense Sundays, and we always kick things off with our social plugs. You can keep up with us during episodes, after episodes, four episodes, middle of the night, middle of the morning, middle of the afternoon, whenever you so please. And you can do that in multiple locations. One of those would be facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's right. Facebook.com slash go tell it to the wall. That's our official Facebook page. I'm going to keep you up to date on all new episodes, new content coming out, all kinds of important stuff. So make sure, especially if you are a Facebook user, that you like our page and get notified when new things get posted. Uh, of course, YouTube, head over to YouTube, search Go Tell It To The Wall, and subscribe to our channel. That's where you're gonna find all of these lovely video feeds posted after the fact, as well as our beer reviews, our Mental Health Monday playlist, our parenting playlist, and all kinds of other good stuff. So make sure you subscribe to our channel. Please, please, please check out those videos. We don't do a ton of traffic on YouTube. It's kind of a secondary thing for us, but it's still useful. So please make sure you're subscribed on YouTube as well. And of course, you can follow my own personal Instagram account, which is SoCalSean. And uh, I've got a little bit of news coming up here that, that that's gonna gonna get featured on uh, on Instagram on my own personal account. So if it's something you're interested in, make sure you follow me on Instagram. Uh, so, you know, some go tell to the wall content, not all, uh, but still. It's there, and it's easy to remember, SoCalSean. And then, of course, most importantly, and all-inclusive of those things I just mentioned would be SeanO'RourkeLive.com. That's right, SeanO'RourkeLive.com. Bookmark that, check back often. You're going to find links to the things I just mentioned, so you can you can click directly on the podcast there, uh, multiple links depending on your preferred podcast platform. Uh, exclusive videos are up there, exclusive photos are up there, and you're also going to find a link to our Patreon campaign. Please help us out if you have the means to do so. Uh, every dollar helps. You you can help us out with a dollar. You can help us out with five dollars. Whatever it might be, uh, please please consider doing that if you're enjoying what you're hearing and uh, you you have the means to do so. I know not everyone, especially right now, not everyone has the means to do so. So don't don't. This is not something that you should be like. Oh my gosh! I no 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 no. If you have the means and and you're so inclined to do it, please help us out on Patreon uh, or help out other artists on Patreon, especially. I've said this so many times over the past few months, especially right now, a lot of artists and musicians and broadcasters are not making their regular living, myself included. You know, this is one of my regular things, but I, I my main breadwinning, you know, occupation is actually hosting live events. It's not just sitting in a studio yelling at a wall as much as I enjoy this and as much as uh, this this is a, a, a fraction of my professional life. I'm in the same boat as many other people, and, and live events are going to be like the last thing to come back. So, so keep that in mind. Uh, and, and if you have the means to do so, support others, small businesses, broadcasters, everything. Patreon's a good place to do that. And, of course, you're going to find a link to our merch website right there on SeanOroqueLive.com. Uh, new designs are being added soon. Uh, we're going to be updating stuff. But, you know, holidays coming up. Get yourself some Christmas gifts, some Go Tell to the Wall branded uh, merch right there through our merch site. Great Christmas gifts. Everyone needs a mug. Everyone needs a sweatshirt. It's getting cold out. I'm wearing a sweatshirt in the studio this week. It's fantastic. It's hoodie weather. Oh, that reminds me of 
I'm going to mention that. All right. Uh, I want to mention this before we get into our regular topics I, because I'm apparently one of these people now. I got an early birthday gift uh, from my wife. It ended up arriving in the mail uh, a little bit earlier than she had anticipated. Uh, for those of you that, that, that aren't aware, my birthday is Wednesday, November 18th. I share a birthday uh, with, with my second favorite hitter to ever play the game of baseball, and that would be David Ortiz. Uh, he's just slightly behind uh, the guy whose shirt's on my wall back here, uh, Tony Gwynn. I share a birthday with him and also with Mickey Mouse. Yes, I share a birthday with Mickey Mouse. And I did work for Disney for eight years. Mm-hmm. And to make it even crazier, my nickname in high school was Mickey. Not having to do with the mouse, having to do with my last name. But yes, I have this crazy Mickey connection that's really random. And as much as I like to say bad things about the mouse uh, and their greed, I, I am constantly just connected there because of that. But anyway, so I, this birthday gift arrives early. It's a package. I saw it come and I go, what, what is this? My wife's actually in. She's sitting where I'm sitting right now working. This was uh, must, must have been Thursday or Friday. Uh, I think it was Friday. And she's like, oh my gosh, I didn't know it was coming today. And it says on it, live plant. So I'm like, hmm, hmm. And we'd had some discussions recently. I'd mentioned to my wife uh, something I was interested in trying out. And, uh, and sure enough, she got that for me for my birthday. So in this box was a bonsai tree. A whole bonsai tree starter kit, a little bonsai tree, and, and a bunch of the stuff that, need, that you need to get started. Uh, and, and it ended up being an early birthday gift. She, she didn't want to leave a live plant in a box. So I get it. Yesterday we opened it up and... And I spent some time learning about a bonsai tree. Uh, so apparently I'm one of those people now, which I'm excited about. I, I, I find it to be an interesting endeavor. And, uh, and I, I am not a, a gardener by any means, uh, but I'm really interested in the bonsai tree. And before you, I know, I know people are going to be like, oh, you've been watching Cobra Kai. Yes, I have been watching Cobra Kai. Uh, and and, and I, I, especially back in the 80s, was a big Karate Kid fan. But it's not from Karate Kid, and I'll tell everyone out there right now because I know you're gonna send me messages and be like, "Oh, Cobra Kai," and you know, and the, and all that stuff, and and Daniel Larusso. No, you know where I was actually inspired recently, over, like a few months ago, uh, to to actually look into getting a bonsai tree is through a show called Chuck. I had never seen Chuck, uh, that show with and and I'm uh, Zachary Levi, um, and uh, and I'm blanking on uh, the other the main female lead who was who's actually a uh, the main female villain, I guess, in and uh, in, in uh, oh my gosh, uh, Handmaid's Tale. Just see, I didn't really, I, I didn't have this information in front of me, so I'm I'm just all over the place. But anyway, uh, there's a character on there named John Casey, and he actually throughout all of the first seasons of of the show, he's uh, he's working on his bonsai tree, and I found myself very inspired to to then do that because of John Casey, and it's very. Uh, he, if you're not familiar with the show, his character doesn't seem like a guy that would have a bonsai tree, uh, but he does, and it's really awesome. So I'm really looking forward to it, and probably going to kind of follow some progress and, and post it on Instagram uh, as this tree grows, and, and you know, I tend to it and learn to trim it, and, and hopefully don't don't kill my bonsai tree. I'm very excited about it, and, and it's just going to be a, a cool hobby endeavor, I guess. Uh, but like I said, I'm one of those people now. Uh, and I'm also... I've also found that I'm I'm becoming one of these more boring people, and, and I'm sure many people out there can relate. Uh, yesterday, I got to spend my morning organizing my entire house. Uh, my my wife took my daughter out to one of the huge parks right right here uh, near my neighborhood. It's just big open area. She's they've gone there a few times. Uh, she can go ride on her scooter, and and you, there's nobody even around, so you're not near anybody at all. So they go do that for a couple hours, and I'm going crazy cleaning my house, and just organizing. Uh, I was out trimming hedges and everything else. It, it was just madness yesterday. And then, of course, 
uh, I end up messing like messing up a nerve or a tendon in my in my hand, and part of that was because I was I was doing some spray paint work on on my grill. I've been touching up my my grill. I have a very large grill in the backyard, and uh, and somehow I messed up a tendon. Like that's just age. Like oh, how'd you get that injury? Uh, spray painting. Like <laughs> just one of those things. I've got tendonitis in my elbow, and uh, now like a funky nerve or something in here. Um, but with all this organizing, one of the most exciting things I was doing yesterday was waiting for a laundry hamper that I had ordered on Amazon. And I'm sure many of you, many of you out there can relate, especially those of you, if you're like me and you like to organize and, and go a little crazy. Yeah, that was, that was the excitement for my day yesterday uh, was, well, not only the bonsai tree, but waiting for this new hamper that I could put it in my room. And I, it, it was funny, the joy, this, it came from Amazon and uh, I had to like put these little tension rods in and, and set it up simple stuff and my daughter's helped me she's like oh new hamper new hamper and then I was like all right let's go put it in the room and go. and my wife's cooking dinner she's like I want to see I want to see it. I thought to myself like holy shit I know we're in quarantine mode right now but is this really that exciting but it was it was that exciting uh it's just one of those things oh man and I gotta tell you speaking of hoodies uh, I saw like a meme or whatever the other day that someone had posted I felt so seen because uh, it was like it was something and I, I don't remember the exact wording, but it was like family. Hey, we're going to dinner. Get, you know, get ready. And then it was like, so I put on my checkered vans and they're like, it's a nicer restaurant. So I put on my all black vans and I was like, it's basically what happens in this house. And it goes even further because years ago, uh, I, my wife and I had been dating for a little while, but years ago, she takes me to a nice, a tra not, not, not a Broadway play. I can't remember which production it was, but a, a traveling Broadway production here in LA. And, uh, and, and we go out and I put on a hoodie, a zip hoodie. And she's like, and she didn't even notice till we got there. And she's like, are you, are you really wearing a, a zip-up hoodie? And I was like, yeah. But, and she's like, but this is, and I was like, but this is my dress hoodie. I have a, I have a formal hoodie, a couple of them actually. And uh, that's just how I roll. So, so just to give you a little, little insight into uh, the boringness of my life and also the ridiculousness that is my life, uh, that would be it. I'm also going to rant about something else in a, in a little while here. But let's get into some digital trends first. Uh, that's right, some digital trends. Uh, not, a lot of, not a lot of comedy this week. Uh, <laughs> well, depending how you look at it. Uh, hashtag Trump conceded. This is trending, like as of this morning, has been trending on all the social platforms. Hashtag Trump conceded. Uh, he didn't actually concede. He didn't. But people ran with it because he tweeted out something saying Biden only won, Biden won because of the fake media or whatever. Again, I'm not giving an exact quote. I hate even quoting his tweets, but he said this and people ran with it and insisted that he conceded. Now, of course, he came out and said, I concede nothing and blah, 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 blah. And it's like, too late, dude. We're uh, People are already going with it. Here we go. Hashtag Trump conceded. Uh, there's been no fraud found. It's all just him. Uh, so if anyone out there is listening to this podcast and you still think there's some kind of voter fraud, there's some kind of deep state conspiracy, there's not. Uh, this has gone through the proper processes, and every time, every single one of them so far, they've found nothing. They have found nothing. We just need this this loud orange human being uh, to, to concede, and then we can move on. Uh, of course, another one trending around the social platforms right now. Uh, two of them, actually, that, that kind of go hand in hand. Hashtag fire Gina Carano and hashtag stand with Gina. This is obviously two different sides of the same coin. Uh, now, if you're not familiar with Gina Carano, she was a, an MMA fighter, I believe. I'm not real familiar with with uh, MMA and and fighting. It's just it never was my thing. You know, some mainstream names I've I've heard of, but I believe she was a was an MMA fighter. Uh, but but I I came to learn about her through acting. She she became an actress, 
uh, as as well as 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 being an athlete. Uh, specifically, she was in uh, the first Deadpool movie. I don't think she's in the second one. It's been a while since I've seen it, but she's in the first Deadpool movie. Uh, she's also a main character in Mandalorian. I don't know how central of a character she is because I haven't seen Mandalorian, but I do know she is a main character in the Mandalorian that Disney Plus. Uh, series there. So for those of you not familiar with Gina Carano, uh, she is actually, she's really been feeding the flames uh, a lot. And I was totally unaware of this until just a few days ago. Uh, she's very much a a, uh, a mask denier. She's one of those people who says, Dude, don't wear masks. Uh, she's very much behind the conspiracy that the, the election is being stolen uh, from Trump. All kinds of stuff. And then promoting Parler, which of course we're going to talk about in just a moment here. Uh, and it, it's, it's not, that's the thing is, these aren't opinions. And and to be fair, yes, they are her opinions, but it's not that she's giving opinions to start a conversation. She's just spewing hate. She's just spewing hate. Now, I, I you know, I don't know what they're going to do with this Mandalorian thing. There's a petition, I guess, going around Mandalorian fans are like replace her, all this other stuff, you know. And again, this is one of those situations where I don't I mean, she's going to get paid if they do replace her and she has a contract uh, because she hasn't necessarily I I I'm sure she hasn't broken any clauses in her contract necessarily, but it is just, it's hateful. And it's its adding to the division and the vitriol and, and the, the just the hatred that is be, being spewed all across social platforms right now. All across social platforms. And it's not, it's just not a good influence. So if you have kids, you know, be aware of these things. If you have younger kids, they shouldn't be on Twitter or any of that stuff anyway, but just be aware of these things because... They might see her on Mandalorian and then see her elsewhere, and then suddenly they're they're like, "Well, masks are, don't work. And Trump is is being cheated out of the." And you're like, "Wait, where where are you getting this from?" The actress that's on the Mandalorian, apparently. Uh, so that's Gina Carano. We'll see what happens. Follow this a little bit. She's taking her ass over to Parlor though, uh, where apparently people are going crazy. And speaking of Parlor, that's what's trending on social platforms right now. It's a thing. Interestingly enough, I didn't. <laughs> I don't need another social platform, first of all. Like, I just, I don't. I don't pay enough attention to the social platforms that I have uh, an actual account with. But I did, last night, as I was doing a little research for the show, I was like, what, you know, let me just, what is the whole basis of this? And if you go to parlor.com, uh, it actually makes a lot of sense, the wording and everything else, and, and it's like, oh, this is a place to be free and, and speak freely and everything else, but... From what we've seen, because I haven't, I'm not getting on that site, but people have posted screenshots in a lot of groups that I belong to, uh, and, and it's it's hateful things being spewed. In fact, people have been calling for, uh, I saw one post where someone was saying that, that every conservative in the United States uh, should go out and shoot two liberals, shoot them, kill them, murder them, uh, to, to balance out uh, the, the, the problems with society. And it, it also said... Something along the lines of, they won't be able to arrest us all. And it's like, holy shit. I don't like Trump. I don't like a lot of these idiots that run around and, you know, carry guns. I don't wish death on any of them. No. No. Not at all. Not at all. I mean, there may be a couple exceptions. Kyle Rittenhouse, ah, that guy probably doesn't deserve to live. But he, we're talking about a murderer here. We're not talking about people that just spew hate and are completely ignorant. But that's what's going on on Parlor. Um, the posts are just nuts. It looks good on the surface, but be aware of that. Definitely don't let your kids on Parlor. And and I'm, I don't even mean don't let your kids on Parlor because you know they need to learn to hate conservatives and Trump. I'm like, no, I don't hate conservatives. I hate Trump, but I don't, I don't hate conservatives. That's not the reason. But the reason is they could end up seeing a post like that, where it's openly calling for the murder of people. 
So that's parlor. It's pretty wild too seeing the differences because uh, I've seen like nobody I know is actually on parlor. But like a couple days ago, I saw a post where apparently I, I am in connection with people that are in connection with people using Parler. That's all I got to say. And I was just like, oh, okay, that's happening. All right, moving along here. Hashtag million moron merch. Hashtag million moron merch. The million MAGA merch occurred uh, yesterday or the day before. I don't know. It's going on in D.C. Bunch of MAGA people out there and proud boys. Oh, the proud boys. <laughs> oh, God, the proud boys. <laughs> I'm going to pick up one of those shirts. Uh, fuck the Proud Boys shirts through Chaos merch. Uh, but, yeah, this is happening. And, of course, that's the hashtag that, that everyone's throwing out there. And I get it. T like, to me, they're morons. Uh, but at the same time, I, as much as I disagree, it is their right to go out and, and, and have a merch and protest. I, you know. And violence aside, I'm not going to get into the details of what's happening on the ground there in D.C., but just on its surface... That, that's their right. I mean, I would appreciate if everyone got masked and wasn't up in each other's business, but that's that's their right to uh, to make their opinions heard. Crazy. All right, some positive news here. I know we, we're just we're like half the show just done with my silly life stories and and some some ridiculous digital trends. That's <laughs> half the show gone. It's just that's what happens here. All right, positive news. Uh, this one you've probably heard about, but I, I, I wanted to talk about it in the positive news segment since we've added it recently. And it is it is a few weeks old, uh, you know, like two week, about two weeks old now or a little less than that. Uh, and this was the story out of Atlanta. Uh, there was a three-year-old in Atlanta who unfortunately has leukemia. Her name is Zoe. This one hit me pretty pretty hard when I saw the name. And I was like, oh, God, because my daughter's name is Zofia, and, and some sometimes we call her Zoe. Uh, but it was Zoe three-year-old leukemia patient she, she wasn't able to trick-or-treat this year wasn't really even, even able to be around anybody because she her, her she is uh, immunocompromised you know cancer patients COVID is really not a good situation for for cancer patients among many other things uh, so the family actually put up a sign and they, they didn't want to draw attention the reason they just didn't want to have kids come into their house over and over again having to having to every time say so sorry we're not participating this year because our you know our daughter is sick so they put out a sign and said something along the lines of, uh, you know, uh, child with cancer, no, no trick-or-treating this year, see you next year. What happened was kids around that neighborhood saw this sign, and most of them, completely unprompted, uh, started leaving pieces of candy at the bottom of the sign for Zoe. And in fact, there was part of the story that I was reading, there was a kid who actually dumped out their entire uh, trick-or-treat bag just at the bottom of the sign, because uh, they wanted Zoe to have some candy. Mostly unprompted. I'm sure there was a couple parents. Oh no! Why don't you put it? most of it though unprompted? When these kids, when when these kids were asked about it, they just wanted to help out a kid. This is something I talk about so much on the podcast. I mean, here we have not only good in the world and a positive story. Uh, you know, obviously dealing with leukemia is not a positive story. My my thoughts are just I, I I don't know the feelings that go along with that. I've actually I've actually I've had friends. Uh, that have had to deal with with childhood cancer. Fortunately, everyone that I know, uh, that I know personally, their kids have have gotten through it. Uh, but I just I, I can't fathom dealing with that. And here we go. Something positive coming of that. And not only that, but it just goes to show again, again, the goodness and innocence of children. We as humans, 
deep down we're good. We really are. We start out good as kids. The hatred, the ridiculousness, that's all taught along the way. We can learn a lot from kids. I try to learn a lot from my kid, despite the fact that uh, this past week she went and she's gone into, which is very common, but she's gone into the uh, getting the occasional, I don't like you. Outside of, you know, but even then I, I, I see it with her, the kindness, the innocence. These are things that need to be cultivated if we want to move forward as a society, and there's just a great example of it. So good on all those kids down there in Atlanta. Keep that up. Keep that mentality for as long as you can. And I hope we have more positive stories like this to talk about. Not that I want to talk about more kids dealing with unfortunate things like leukemia, uh, but what I mean is hopefully we're going to just continue to see this kind of kindness from kids because that, that's what we need. We just need more kindness in this world. We really do. I don't want morals, just kindness. Compassion for your fellow human beings. That's what we need. All right, some COVID updates. Uh, some cities are going back to lockdown. I know Chicago is going on lockdown as of Monday, and I believe a couple of other cities have done the same. Uh, more to come, I'm sure. They're kind of prepping Los Angeles for a, a uh, for well, it's not a lockdown, but a stay-at-home uh, order, which which we had back in, in March, which was, it was always weird to me because I'm like, stay-at-home order, and I just stand in my front window, and I'm like, oh, everyone's just out here partying and stuff. I mean, I heard parties going on in my neighborhood last night. Uh, large parties. I'm not talking about like, you know, five family members hanging out in the backyard. I'm talking about large parties. You know, kind of ridiculousness, ridiculous, but it is what it is. Uh, so, and I'm sure there's going to be more and more of that coming. UK is is in lockdown now. Um, other parts of the world I know have have begun shifting to that as well. Um, so, we're a long way from it. We we do have positive news on a vaccine, uh, but even that's going to be months for it to get out to to everybody. Although, I'm feeling more and more positive about. Uh, my, my next scheduled, I'm ticketed for so many shows still, but a lot of them haven't been rescheduled yet. But my, my, the first one that's been rescheduled is, uh, is April uh, for Punk in the Park. And I'm feeling a little more positive about that one because we could be at a point where, where the rapid tests are working better and, and a lot of people have, have been able to get vaccinated at that point. Uh, so maybe we'll actually be able to go to some shows. But we still have a ways to go. We still have a ways to go. And especially in the Dakotas, South Dakota and North Dakota, they're just getting hammered. It is like ground zero in the Dakotas. Uh, shockingly, I know, because they were the ones that insisted on still having the Sturgis rally. Uh, but ground zero. So I, I really feel bad for everyone there. But just you got to do what you can. You know, if you're in the Dakotas right now, don't go outside. Just keep your ass inside. Don't don't do it. Just get groceries delivered. Have them drop it on your front porch. Call it a day. Uh, in college football, they're really getting hit as well. 15 games. 15 games this weekend uh, either canceled or postponed all because of COVID. 15. Now, to give you an idea, if you're not a sports fan, um, now, in college football, there's a ton of college football teams. But for 15 games, if we were to take that to the NFL, professional football here in the United States of America, if 15 games were canceled, that would be every single team in the NFL except for two. There are 32 teams in the NFL. That would be 30 teams out of 32 all affected by COVID. And it's gotten so crazy that uh, there was four colleges. And so, how am I going to put this? UCLA was scheduled to play a certain team. Uh, and then another college was, and a, a Cal was scheduled to play a certain team. Each of the teams that they were supposed to play yesterday had COVID problems. So those games got canceled. 
And what they did was in order to actually get some football out there, uh, last minute, like two days ago, they were like, Cal, why don't you come down to come down to L.A. and, and play UCLA on Sunday? They played this morning at the Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl freaking 10 minutes from where I am. There's college, there was a college football game going on at 9 o'clock this morning. It, this isn't going anywhere. You know, I talked about Notre Dame last week. This is not going anywhere. Not going anywhere. Uh, and I, this this one really got me. The other day I saw, so again, I'm going to paraphrase this, but I saw a social media post, uh, some kind of meme, and it was like, you know, if, if the threat of lockdown has you, qu- like, rethinking your social life, then you are, were probably part of the problem to begin with. That's the thing. They're like, well, we're going to have stay-at-home orders again, and I'm like, <laughs> I'm at home still. I did leave. I did leave this week. I'm going to talk about that when we get into parenting, but... You know, think about it. Think about your fellow compassion for your fellow human being and just wear a goddamn mask. Just wear the goddamn mask. It's not that hard. And then from a mental health standpoint, this is going to be a very, these are going to be a very challenging few months. Uh, colder weather, people unable to be outside, even in, now in, in, in Southern California, we're at a little bit more of an advantage. Um, I can't imagine the Midwest where it gets like 30 below. You're, you're, we're like a month away from 30 below, and it's like, you, you literally can't go outside. You can't just sit outside, you know. But here, at least you can be outside. But with this colder weather, people are inside more. And then for the holidays, people are going to want to congregate with their family. I've seen posts from people that are like, I don't care what you say for Thanksgiving. I'm going to see my family. And I'm like, okay, first of all, it's Thanksgiving. <laughs> like, if Christmas, okay, you know, maybe let's work some. Co- it's sitting around a table and eating cook a meal and then call your family on zoom and you can it's the same shit like you're not going to sit, be sitting next to them but come on it's thanksgiving calm it down but it's going to be a challenge and people are going to going to want to do this and the holidays can be tough already to begin with i i often struggle at times with the holidays um i'm never able to describe why? Because I love the holidays, but it's also the pressure of the holidays, I guess is the best way to put it for me. Um, and especially having a young child now, I want everything to be perfect. And it's never perfect. So you have this, this, the normal stress of the holidays and family and, you know, possibly travel if you're someone that travels during the holidays. I stopped traveling for the holidays as soon as my daughter was born. Christmas, uh, Christmas 2006, first Christmas that I was just completely at home. Uh, didn't travel at all and, and haven't since then. But, you know, people that travel, you're not, maybe you're not going to be able to do that. Or you're going to have challenges. Uh, and then you add in COVID and it just becomes that much more stressful. And it's going to really tax everyone's mental health. So when it comes to that, uh, check on each other. There's that, that compassion. That kindness for your fellow man. And I'm going to say, don't call up your friends and be like, hey, uh, your mental health doing okay? No, no, no. Just be like, hey, how's it going? You know, uh, hey, I thought about you the other day. Just wanted to see how you were. It's as simple. It's as simple as that. And I'll tell you personally, I've had it real rough. Uh, my mental health has not been doing well. It was not doing well right before the election. Got a little better, but uh, but it's it's just not there. And I, I think I keep hitting these walls as I I you know every few weeks over the past nine months, and I've I've definitely hit another wall uh, where I'm very much unsure about kind of myself and. And my own my own talent and my own personality, and I'm kind of been second guessing a lot of, a lot of ev- a lot of been second guessing kind of everything I do lately. Um, you know, not not taking care of my daughter, or, you know, my relationship with my my wife and, and this household, 
doing really well outside of my, my daughter now saying, I don't like you. She's doing it to my wife, too. It's like, eh. Normal thing. Literally research is like, ah, yeah, that's about right. Okay, so at least I'm not the only one. Uh, but it's, it's really just, I'm questioning. And I know a lot of people out there are probably doing the same. And that's okay. But this is where we have to lean on each other. If anyone out there is struggling, shoot me a message. You can do it right through SeanOrourkeLive.com. You can do it on Facebook. You can do it through the Facebook page. Anywhere. Shoot me a message. If you're look, especially if you're looking for resources. But even if you just like need a, hey, I feel like this sucks. And I just need someone to tell me it does suck, but it can possibly get better. I'm here for that. Because it's important. We're going to really have to lean on each other the next few months. And I'm going to do my, my absolute best to pull myself out of this. Uh, and especially to be able to come in here on a weekly basis and yell at a wall and, and hopefully entertain many of you out there. Uh, but it, it's been rough. And it's it's going to be a little while till it gets better. Let's keep these things in mind. And just reach out. Check in. And this isn't me saying reach out to me. <laughs> if you know me personally. This isn't me saying, oh, reach out to me. No, no. I just, I, I'm feeling this way and I know many others are struggling as well. I, you know, I'm I'm throwing myself into house projects, uh, uh, go tell us of the wall and, and a bonsai tree, you know, and, and trying to be as positive as I can about my birthday. And I, you know, I, I, I'm i pretty social guy. I'm at that I, I'm that extroverted introvert. Uh, and, and my birthday, when it rolls around once a year, obviously, is one of those times when I actually I see a lot of friends that I don't see very often. Uh, so I know I'm going to be missing that this year. Um, <laughs> missing that really over the next few days because it's probably would I probably would have been like out at a brewery today if not for COVID um, having a couple beers with with some of my good friends and and just you know celebrating my birthday the weekend before my actual birthday. All right, let's get into some uh, some parenting. Navigated the COVID birthday. Uh, I'm really thankful for all the close friends we you know we we were able to to get both sets of grandparents on the phone uh, and and my kids my kids uncle my 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 wife's brother. Uh, we, we were able to talk to him as well, uh, and then had some had some people come by. Uh, so my my sis Laura came by, so bringing some some balloons and gifts. And actually, I'm gonna mention that in a sec, uh, as well as my my sis Juliet uh, coming by. And I actually I got to see my little baby niece, not up close. I got to see her from about 15 feet away. I've seen her on video and pictures, obviously, uh, but got to see her in person in finger quotes because like from 15 I'm standing on my my porch and uh, and and. The baby's like literally just outside my gate and we're talking from a distance as they came to drop off uh, some gifts and balloons uh, for the kiddo. So really, thank you to everyone um, that helped make make it a great birthday because uh, it was really tough early in the day. She woke up and she wanted to see a bunch of decorations in the backyard and we decorated the, the living room of my house. But because we weren't having a party, I didn't decorate the backyard and uh, and she's used to having a party. She really is. Uh, and I will say. Huge recommendation for anyone out there. I'm gonna hold them up to the camera. Uh, these were from from my sis Laura. She gave them from Auntie Laura to 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 my my kiddo. And uh, these are these Howell Edwards, uh, who's an artist. You should definitely check out. Follow on Instagram. Uh, but this is great. One of these books is "Hear Us Roar," and it's a brief history of women in punk. Uh, and this was part one from 1975 to 1999. And then there's "Seen and Heard," and it's an A to Z of women in music. Uh, these are fantastic books, fantastic art, and I was so happy to share this with with my daughter. And I know I've said this before, you know, the whole the whole female fronted bands and everything else. They're they're just bands, but it is nice to especially. Ha- I mean, these are great for any kid, um, especially if you're a punk fan, punk rock fan. 
they're they're fantastic. But especially if you have a daughter, because it's it it's an extra inspiration when you're able to see women doing these things uh, that that really and it's becoming better. When I was a kid, there you had like one or two you know, female singers and there was not a lot and it's, it's gotten better to the point where we, we really all kind of know like, no, we're not, we're not calling them female fronted bands anymore. They're just punk bands. Uh, but there is still that side having it, having a daughter at home and, and showing her that inspiration. I, I can't recommend these enough. Uh, check them out again. Uh, uh, Howell Edwards is, is the artist uh, puts together these books, but you can, you can see a lot of the art just on Instagram. Fantastic stuff. Uh, they like, there's a lot of A to Z books, uh, not just the the uh, seen and heard, which is an A to Z, but there's some other ones too. Uh, so definitely check those out. Cannot recommend them enough. Uh, and I will say, I actually left the house the day after my kid's birthday. I left the house. Now I've I've left the house a few times, but I, I got in a car and I I went to another location and walked around. That location was the Los Angeles Zoo. Uh, the Los Angeles Zoo is open at very very limited capacity. It's like 25% capacity, but they've also have tiered um, entrances. So, you know, my wife had to kind of give me a pep talk, like, okay, we're going to do it, masks, nobody's near each other, and sure enough, we go to the zoo, and I felt really good about it. Uh, nobody was near each other, we were able to see some animals, it was fantastic. I, my kid, she was just so happy to be somewhere else, and you know, like, we go for walks, and she goes to that huge park where she can scoot around and everything, and we have a huge, we have a pretty good-sized property, well, we have a good-sized property for Los Angeles, it, you know, I, if, if you live in the Midwest, you're like, what, that's not big, and it's like, well, yeah, but... It costs a million dollars to own a property like this in Los Angeles, as opposed to like two hundred thousand uh, for for five times the size in the in the Midwest, depending where you are. Uh, so it it was just fantastic to be able to see her. She rode around the stroller. Uh, my my mother, her grandmother, gave her a a kid's digital camera. It's amazing, uh, like the technology you can just throw into this thing, and 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 she's clicking around with the camera. It's fantastic. Uh, so I will say if you're in the LA area, we're probably looking to stay at home order soon. So this may not be, might not be an opportunity for much longer, but if you're in the LA area and looking for something to do with the kiddos, uh, that would be an option. I will say go early. We were in the 1030, uh, like tiered entrance. Um, you're not near anybody. They don't even like, there's a glass thing, like a plexiglass where they scan your ticket and you're like, no, not touching anybody. Uh, but I will say around 1215, it started to get more crowded. Uh, people started pulling masks down. People were walking around eating churros because that's it, it's mask at all times at the zoo. Uh, and but if if you're stationary and you're eating, you're allowed to take your mask off. But people were walking around eating. And I, I hit a point where I, I turned my wife and I was like, "It's getting here now." Now, fortunately, uh, my now four year old uh, was was about done with the day, so you know we got out of there. But it was it did get a little iffy, you know, toward the middle of the day. So if you are going to do something like that. Do it early in the day. That that's uh, that's for darn sure. I'm gonna say, <laughs> I'm gonna save this rant. Um, no, no, we're gonna talk about that. So I've been doing some yard work, and I think I've mentioned this briefly on the podcast before. Been like I said, doing some yard work around the house. Uh, really, some housework, yard work. What's going on with the OBS? There it goes. And uh, one of the things I've dealt with is. <laughs> Got this bougainvillea, Bougain, bougainvillea. I I hate the stuff. It's in a, it's in my backyard, and uh, constantly having to trim it down. I'd let it let it get a little out of hand. And in fact, in the front of my house, I had when we moved in, had this gi- giant bougainvillea arch that was probably um, like the top of it was, gosh, top of it was probably over six feet. Because I think I want to say the top of it was over my head, um, you know, and probably like six to eight feet long. I got tired of that fucking thing. <laughs> 
couple years ago. <laughs> it's like, I'm done trimming this thing. It's ugly. It just gets out of hand. Took that whole thing down. But I'm dealing with the bougainvillea recently in the back. And there was even one point where I'm trimming, and one of the branches, like, sprung on me and just went, and thorn, like, right in my wrist area, like, top of my wrist here, and just, boom. Holy shit. And I'll tell you, I don't, and I've even, I, I, I tried to do a little research. People love these things. People love the flowers. People love training them to grow certain ways. And I just do not get it. I don't understand it at all. At all. I don't understand it. Because there's thorns everywhere. And it grows, it's a freaking weed is what it is. It's a gigantic weed that grows out of hand and you have to deal with it. And the reason I'm ranting about this is because I want to say everyone out there that does landscaping or any kind of house remodeling, any of that shit, stop with the bougainvillea. For the love of God, just stop with it. It is the worst thing on the face of the earth. And you can't really just fully kill it. You, that arch that I took out of the front of my house, it, there's still parts where it bleep, 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 pops up. And I'm like, get up there with the freaking hedge trimmers and stuff. And just, craziness. Craziness. But on that note, uh, I will say, I did a little bit of research in my, my grill. A really nice grill in the back. Uh, it's look, had been looking a little faded. I had a cover for it for a long time. That cover ripped and... It ripped, and it was even worse than not having a cover on it because the rain would get through the rip and then kind of sit there. And, you know, it still functioned fine, just didn't look great. And I was like, what can I do with this? You know, what can I do to make it look nicer? It's great grill. I love it. And uh, and I realized, so if you're not aware, they make a high-heat um, spray paint that is specifically designed for grills. It, it can handle up to like 1,200 degrees or 1,300, something crazy, um, which... Your grill should not be doing that. <laughs> Your grill shouldn't be going over like five, five fifty, maybe. That's your your grill's gonna explode if it's going over like to a thousand degrees. Uh, so I picked up some of this, and man, I'll tell you, it's one of the easiest DIY things. So if you have a grill that needs like a little bit of a sprucing up, check out this stuff: Krylon High Heat uh, Spray Paint. You can spray paint your grill, touch it up, even if you're just touching up spots. Uh, and I'll tell you. It, it's it's like a flat black, and it's it's got this interesting character now. I'm not even done painting it, uh, but it's got this interesting character uh, that I'm enjoying. So I can't I can't I can't recommend that enough. If you know, as opposed to buying a new grill, or if you're just looking for a way to you, you don't just start painting the thing. <laughs> you need the high heat spray paint that can handle a grill. Um, but but definitely definitely a project to consider. Uh, you know, especially if you're looking for, for little projects to spruce up around the house as, as we're getting into these stay at home orders around the country and lockdown orders and, and everything else. That's a kind of an easy thing to do. And it's been one of the projects I'm working on, working on like five projects at once around my house. And it's funny because having a, having a four year old at home, who's very high energy, uh, and, and a wife who's working full time in this studio during the week. I don't have a ton of time during the week to work on these projects. That's why yesterday was so great when they left for a couple hours and I was just clean it up just it was it was nuts and it was great because we got to have these got to get these household projects done all right uh, i do want to mention a couple things in entertainment news and then we are going to be done for the week uh if this one actually goes hand in hand with parenting if you're not aware of this one i just recently became aware uh we are big tangled fans here in the o'rourke household my, my daughter loves tangled uh it's one of my favorite it's pr my favorite of the newer 
Disney movies by far. It's it, it it's it's an enjoyable film to watch. Even even if you don't if you have kids and you haven't seen Tangled, watch Tangled. Very funny, very good film. Uh, even if you don't have kids, it's one of those films that adults can enjoy. You don't have to watch it with kids. Uh, this next part is a little more kid centric, but what they did was they put together like a short film that that kind of goes right after the Tangled film that came out years ago. Um, and I'll tell you, I love Tangled from the the beginning. I was at Disney when Tangled came out. Uh, watched it in the Frank G. Wells theater before it was even done, and I walked out, and and I, I'd pro- like a third of it was storyboards and 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 unfinished animation. Some of it, and I walked out, I was like, "That's going to be fantastic," and that got overshadowed by Frozen that came out, a, you know, a year or two after that. Um, but but highly highly recommend that one. Also check out the short movie on Disney Plus. But then that short movie leads into a series. Leads into a series uh, where, and I think there's like three seasons of it. Uh, we just started watching it yesterday with with, uh, with my kiddo. She loves it. It's fantastic. It's very funny. It's it's different animation. Uh, but if you have kids that like Tangled, make sure you're checking out that show on Disney Plus. And it uh, it is Mandy Moore and uh, and um, Zachary Levi. <laughs> we also enjoy Zachary Levi in this house. My, my wife has a bit of a crush. I enjoy his his acting and his comedy. Uh, my wife enjoys his acting and his comedy and also his looks. Shockingly, I know he's he's an attractive individual, uh, but he is the voice of uh, of the main the main male character in Tangled as well as the show. So check that out on Disney Plus. Uh, it's called Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Rapunzel's Tangled Adventure. Essentially, if you search Tangled on Disney Plus, um, you know, watch Tangled. If you've watched Tangled, watch the the short film uh, and then watch the series. It's all going to just come up on Disney Plus when you see it. There's also a new Zombie Teeth podcast. Um, honestly, I don't have right in front of me who he interviewed, who Paul interviewed this time around, but I did see it come across, uh, my social feeds, uh, as I was heading into the studio today. So check out the newest zombie teeth podcast episode that just, I did just drop today, just drop today. Um, so check that out. As always, we, we love some Paul Smith and, and zombie teeth. Uh, and I, I keep meaning I'm, there's a new shirt. I want, uh, one of, one of zombie teeth shirts is that I got to gonna get that ordered this week i think all right on that note i'm exhausted i didn't have a ton of entertainment news this week maybe because i wasted half the show talking about stupid things i don't know this happens sometimes i don't know where we are i blame i blame barstool preachers because i'm wearing a a bsp sweatshirt this week i don't know why i'd blame them but it's just as i'm looking in the camera that's what i can say it's bsp right there all right uh (laughs) on that note (laughs) We will be back next week. Uh, same wall place, same wall time. Happy birthday to David Ortiz, the great Red Sox hitter. Um, and also, like I said last week, if you want to send me something for my birthday, I like band merch and Vans shoes. Just to give you ideas. I'm just kidding. Nobody's sending me stuff. My my, my parents probably aren't going to send me anything. I'll just sit with my bonsai tree on my birthday. Trimming it up. Doing the things with the bonsai. i got to read this whole bonsai book. Uh, which apparently it's it's easy enough, but I just I still got to learn all about it. So that that's probably how I'm gonna spend the rest of my day after I finish up uh, getting everything posted and, and done and edited. Uh, so I'm out of here. I'm exhausted. This has been episode 26 of Common Sense Sundays with Go Tell It to the Wall, hosted by me, your absolute favorite podcast host, the one and only Sean O'Rourke. Don't forget you can follow us on Facebook, Facebook.com/slash Go Tell It to the Wall. Uh, also. Instagram, follow my personal Instagram, which is SoCalShawn. YouTube, head over to YouTube and subscribe to Go Tell It to the Wall. Most importantly would be SeanOrourkeLive.com. Just bookmark that one. That's going to keep you up to date on everything. And make sure you're subscribed to the actual podcast. Tell some friends, too, for the love of God. tell Just tell a friend. 
be like, hey, check this out. And then maybe they'll tell a friend and then maybe they'll tell a friend and we'll get a you know, little more listenership there. That's kind of that's kind of how things work. We grow. We grow. All right. Uh, that's that's it. I'm done. Uh, we'll see you next week. Same wall place, same wall time. Remember, wall fans, common sensors, podcast consumers, no matter what you do, no matter who you're with, no matter where you go, no matter why you are doing it. Always, always use common sense.